You are listening to the Grace Church Podcast. To learn more about Grace, including our gathering times, visit us online at thegracechurch.net. Today's sermon comes from Pastor Tommy Jones. This is a, it's, we talk about this every year, guys. It's so um, out of character for us to come together and just sort of sit in, in the difficult. It's out of character for me. My nature is when things get too heavy or and if y'all, if any, y'all, most of y'all know me, if things get too heavy or too painful or too dark, I want to make a joke. I want to brighten things up. Uh, that's just, that's, that's my nature and that's who I am. So to take a, a journey like we're on tonight where we don't do that, where we allow it to be dark is difficult. To sit and, and discuss the, the real pain that sin has called, it caused, even for a moment, it's hard. I remember one of, one of the most challenging moments of my life was about a year into my ministry and I decided to go into my brother's office and confess, you know, 35 years of sin. Things that had, that had held around my neck like a weight. And, and it was the most difficult conversation I've ever had to just look at someone and say, hey, here's the truth of who I am and share things that I thought I'd never share with anyone. But it was also one of the most liberating nights of my life. And so I pray in some way, maybe you experience that same thing today. We've been talking about the names of, of Jesus over the last few weeks. And we talked about the mediator and we talked about the judge and, and we talked about the light of the world. And tonight, the name that we're gonna talk about to me should, should almost feel a little heavy. Even as I read it, it, it comes from John 1:29, as John first spotted Jesus. And he says, the next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him. And he said, look, it's the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The name of Jesus tonight is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The, the whole problem that Jesus came to mediate was sin, right? Uh, the, the, the issue in the world was sin. Uh, the problem in the world was sin. Uh, what was broken in the world was sin. Sin was what he was judging us for and sin what he was saving us from. Sin was the problem. And we know what the problem was. How did he solve the problem? He came into the world as the lamb to take away the sin of the world. And so as John said that, the people around John would have instantly thought of two things. When John saw Jesus and he was surrounded by good, good Jewish boys who understood the Bible or understood the Old Testament they had at that time, when he saw Jesus and said, there's the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, they would have thought of two things. And the first thing they would have thought about is the Passover meal. In Exodus 12, it says, on that same night, I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn of both people and animals. And I will bring judgment on the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood will be the sign for your house of where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. So God said, I'm sending my angel and he's gonna, it's gonna be a plague and the firstborn of every house is gonna die. But if you take a, a lamb, a spotless lamb, and you kill that lamb and you put its blood over your door, I will pass over you. And so the people would have somehow connected Jesus with this Passover lamb that, that the blood would save you from the wrath of God. That's the first thing they would have thought about. The second thing they would have thought about was the daily sacrifices. At this point in time, when John was seeing Jesus, they were making two sacrifices every day. Every day they would sacrifice two lambs. In Exodus 29, 38, it says, now this is what you shall offer on the altar. Two lambs a year, all day and day regularly. One lamb you shall offer in the morning and the other lamb you shall offer at twilight. And with the first lamb, a tenth measure of fine flour mingled with a fourth a hen of beaten oil and a fourth a hen of wine for a drink offering. The other lamb you shall offer at twilight and shall offer a grain offering. And it's a drink offering in the morning for a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. 
So there had to be a price paid for sin. There had to be a price paid for the sin of the people. And, and, and the way the system was set up, the, the, the price you paid was blood. Because sin caused death and pain, the way you had to pay for sin was by blood. And so God creates this incredibly gracious system where instead of you sacrificing yourself or God striking you down, because the wages of sin is death, right? And so instead of God striking you down and taking your blood, he would allow you to take a spotless lamb and let that lamb pay the price for you. So the blood of that lamb counted for your sin. And they did it twice every day. Even if you were good, chances are someone else in the community had sinned and a little yeast spoils the whole batch, right? And so you had to sacrifice these lambs twice every day. And it wasn't that it was solving the problem of sin. If anything, I mean, imagine twice a day, we all go and we sacrifice a lamb to remember our sin. Can you even imagine what that would look like? It'd be bloody. It would stink. It, wa it wasn't a, a solution to sin. It was a reminder of sin. It was a reminder of the bloody mess that sin causes, the death sin causes. It kills relationships and it kills lives and it kills dreams and it kills churches. The death of sin was simulated with this bloody lamb twice a day. But it wasn't solving the problem because every day you had to sacrifice a new lamb. And then Jesus shows up on the scene and the language changes. It wasn't, oh, there goes a lamb. It was, there goes the lamb who's come to take away the sin of the world. And with Jesus, what they found was one lamb who would pay the price once and for all. He would take all of our sin once and for all and there would never need to be another sacrifice that our sin would actually be placed on Jesus, this spotless, perfect lamb of God. And God would count our sin against him and he would be slaughtered in front of the town and everyone would see the price of sin, but it would be fully taken by the price of Jesus the Christ. The lamb who would take away the sin of the world. You know, as, as I was writing that, it's, it's not that hard to say, the lamb who takes away the sin of the world. It's actually kind of easy. The lamb who takes away the sin of the world. I found what was a little harder for me to say was the lamb who takes away the sin of my world. The lamb who takes away the sin of my world. I want you guys to, to do something with me and I'm only gonna ask you to do this once a year, but I think tonight's the night we do it. I want you to, to remember that sin. And I'm willing to bet for a lot of people, something just came into your brain. Just for a second, for a moment, I want you to sit in this. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of your I want you to think of that sin in your life. The one you hope no one ever finds out about. The one you think if they knew about it, you wouldn't even be allowed in this room. The one that you think could cost you relationships and, and would they let you teach and would they let you lead and would they, blah, 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 blah. Would they, would they even trust you? Would they believe you? If they knew about that one thing, about, think about that one sin. Just sit in it for just a second. Think about that thing you did or, or, or think about the sin that you dismiss in your life. Oh, it's just a joke. It's just a movie. It's just a phone call. It's just a website. It's just, a, and we dismiss that. Think about that one for just a minute. Just let that sin sit there for a second. Think about the racism that we allowed to build up over generations. Think about the things we say in front of our children that pass along that racism from generation to generation. Think about it. Think about what we allow to exist in our homes. Just for a minute, think about the sin in your world. Just a minute, just, just for tonight. How much pain has it caused you? How much pain has that sin caused? For just a minute, think about it.
Now I want you to do me another favor. Stop thinking about yourself. Stop thinking of the pain it's caused you and start thinking of the pain it's caused him. Isaiah 53. Surely he took up our pain and bore our sufferings. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds we are healed. We're all like sheep have gone astray and each of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of all of us. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to slaughter, and as a sheep before his shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. Yet who protested? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people, he was punished. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, though he had done no violence. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life an offering for sin, he will see his offspring and prolong his days and we will prosper at his hand. After being beaten and tortured and abused, Christ was led to the cross. My sin has cost him greatly. My sin is what he came to mediate. My sin is what he will judge. My sin is what the Lamb of God came to take away. My sin. And so tonight, there is one offering that I think we should bring. The one thing we should give tonight to the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world is that sin. That sin. You don't have to live under that identity anymore. You are not that person anymore. His blood was sufficient for whatever came to your mind when I said that sin. And it is time to let it go and leave it at the cross tonight. We must let go of believing that we are the sum of our choices and we must receive that we are freed by his blood. The lamb of God took the sin from my world. He took the sin from your world. And if you continue to drag that identity and drag that brokenness, then his sacrifice is not enough for you. And that is spitting in the face of the king. Guys, tonight we have a chance to be, to be honest about the sin in our life, to be honest about the pain we have caused, to be honest about what we've done, and then to receive that there is something better, to receive that this was sufficient, to receive that his blood is actually sufficient to cleanse my sin. And for those of you who consider yourself a sinner, who understand the magnitude of your sin, then this is the greatest night of your life because this is the night our God sets you free. Because when sinners come to the cross, our God has an incredible word for us. And it's not, I hate you, you dirty sinner. It's, I love you. Receive my blood and sin no more. And so tonight, we embrace the truth of who we are. We prepare for the moment we will receive the truth of who he is. Guys, there's a, there's a lamb in the grave tonight. But there's a lion coming. There's a lion coming. A lion who's great enough to take away the sin, not just of the world, but the sin of your world. And so tonight, we receive forgiveness and we prepare for the hope that's coming. If you are encouraged by today's message, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience other talks, videos, and live gatherings, 
visit us online at thegracechurch.net. And again, thanks for listening to the Grace Church Podcast.